Hey there, fellow adventurers. This is Rich. And it's Brad. Hey, we're back to talk a little more about the Pathfinder 2.0 rules. You know, last time we talked about actions. This time we want to talk about spells. Now, there's a specific reason why we went from one to the next, because spells are now very intertwined with actions, whereas before, it re- they really weren't. Thankfully, we have our good friend Action Jackson with us today. No, no, I'm sorry, we don't. Uh, but yeah, um, you know, in, in Pathfinder 1, as a wizard or sorcerer, or even a bard, although bard had way cooler reaction spells. Uh, Brad likes to play bards. I love bards. Uh, so there are even reaction spells still here in uh, Pathfinder 2, but what you generally find for action economy for a spellcaster is there's levels. Well, there's there's three kinds of actions within spellcasting. Somatic, material, and verbal. Now, it's not a coincidence that there are three of those, and as a normal rule, you get three actions during your turn. So those two things are, are inexorably linked. So some spells are going to uh, require all three. Some spells are going to require just one or two. And some spells are going to give you the option uh, to add components. So, for example, a simple spell like shield. It is one component, which requires one action to cast. It's going to be one component, one action. And that kind of follows up. Now, some spells are going to just be hard-baked in. They require two components. that may be, say, a, a verbal and a somatic. And the spell goes off like normal. But then you have spells like heal. Uh, so heal is going to function differently depending on how many actions you use and how many components that you add. So you can cast it one of three ways. One component, two component, three component. And, and actually, there's a specific uh, way you do it. So exactly. the yeah. level one is just the somatic which is the touch spell version. If you want to go to the range up to 30 feet, you have to do somatic and verbal. Now, you may have heard this happen some. Our our good friend, Father Becker, has had to make his decision of how he uses the spell. You know, if he's close enough to somebody, he can touch them and cast the spell as one action, which is pretty darn handy. Uh, However, if they're across the, the field a little bit and he can't get to them, he can choose to spend two of his actions and cast heal on them from a distance. Now, if he wants to do the full 30-foot aura, he's got to do the somatic, the verbal, and the material. Right, which essentially replaces channel energy from Pathfinder 1.0. You can now just cast that three-action heal, and you get an aura. You get a burst of positive energy that can heal everybody in that 30 feet. And a a small caveat, when we say material, generally you're going to assume that you're burning up some sort of material. However, a divine caster like that can use either a focus... Or like his uh, holy symbol. his holy symbol, and this is true of like even sorcerers or wizards. Some stuff like if there's no listed material component, you have some sort of focus or luck charm or thing you rub, and that's your material component. You don't have to get into the minutia of mm-hmm. what all are these specific components. It's really more just hard baked into how does this uh, deal with actions. So another really good example is uh, magic missile. Yeah, uh, good old fashioned. Uh, bread and butter magic missile. It's still a great spell. But once again, you can choose how many actions you spend to cast with a magic missile. And let me tell you, the three action casting is pretty hot. No, magic missile at level one is, uh, is super great. Yeah. So once again, uh, you can start out casting it as a one action. You can just bop. Here goes a magic missile. It still automatically hits, but you're going to get, uh, just the simple one die of damage, still a d4. However, you can cast more missiles if you would like. So you can say, I'm going to use two components, two actions, cast two missiles, or my favorite, I'm going to blow the whole odd, three mm-hmm. actions, three components, here goes three missiles, and uh, hit them with the boomstick. 3d4 plus three. Yeah, it's, it's, pretty, it's pretty good. But this just kind of gives you an example of uh, how actions really intertwine uh, in with spells. Uh, now, one other quick thing to kind of add to spells, because I know you're thinking you're listening to Magic Missile and it's like, that's all great for a level one guy. But does that make Magic Missile worthless when I hit, say, level seven? Well, they did something interesting with Pathfinder 2.0 and how you improve spells. Now, if you're going to cast Magic Missile as a first level spell, it's pretty much always going to be that's your option, one, two or three missiles. However, what they did is spells can be heightened. And now heightened is no longer, say, a metamagic feat. It's something that's hard-baked into it. And it's in the spell stat block. Now, it'll tell you how you heighten the spell. Some spells can be heightened every level. You can make it a second, third, fourth level spell. Some spells require you to heighten it in multiples of two or even three. And it tells you what you get. So magic missile, you can heighten every two. Yeah, and then you get one additional missile with each action you spend. So if you're a high-level caster and you want to throw that magic missile in a seventh-level slot, you can shoot a whole bunch of magic missiles. God, what's that, nine missiles? 
us, it's seven. Hey, write it and tell me I'm wrong. It's fine. Well, and you know, I, I think Magic Missile has always been one of those things that scales. Like any edition, I I would think has made attempts yeah. to. And I'm using some very basic examples here, but you you'll find that that's true for a lot of these staple spells: Fireball, Lightning Bolt. You can just continue to heighten those things on up as you gain levels, and it's just going to stack damage dice in those locations in, in those situations. To the point where that we've actually wondered sometimes, is it better to cast the higher level spell or just to heighten the lower level spell? From a damage standpoint, it leads to an interesting uh, decision when you're putting together your spells for the day. Well, and, you know, with all these different actions, you can take versatility, versatility, versatility. That's what it does add. Well, just remember, kids, always raise a shield. Always. I do want to point out one thing about the shield spell, and I'm, I'm going to talk about this a little because, well... Truth is, we just did it wrong for quite a while. So the shield spell, as I mentioned earlier, is a one action casting. Now, that essentially gives you the exact same thing as having raised a worn shield. If you had a physical shield, it's one action to raise that shield. It's one action to cast the spell shield. Uh, The only real difference is uh, the spell only gives you a plus one to armor class, whereas the physical shield gives you a a plus two. You still get the reaction, um, so you can use that shield to, you know, potentially block a shot but why don't they just take the fire feet that lets them just have it ready because they're not fighters brad oh because that is one of the major advantages to being a fighter trash well kids if you're not a fighter uh, you're not in the fight so from all of us at av we'll see you out there this is the adventurer's vault follow our epic journeys and hear amazing tales Join our heroes as they bravely face grave dangers and mysterious evils in distant and unknown lands. Be sure to visit our website, theadventuresvault.com, for episodes, links, and show notes. Music and sounds provided by Sirenscape. And now, it's time to open... The Adventurer's Vault. Now, if you remember from last episode, you found the uh, central Gosal Tower here. Uh, it is intact. You're able to see it from the edge of the field where you're standing. Uh, but you also noticed that there were a couple of people there already. There are two figures who seem to be roasting a critter over a spit. They're lazily uh, turning that thing around. You can see them from a distance. And uh, there, you, there you are. So, uh, what do you guys? How you want to proceed? Uh, mostly the montage of shirtless volleyball. <laughs> so, okay, playing with the boys. Do they look well armed at all? Or uh, they they do. Um, they 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 look fightery, so to speak. Humans? Uh, no, actually. So uh, one of the guys off the side is an obvious dwarf. The other one's a half orc. Mm-hmm. Uh, have they noticed us? They have not. They they don't seem to be the best guards that you've ever seen. Yeah, uh, they seem to be decently well equipped, but they seem to be more interested in uh, in uh, pulling off the of a jug that they have and turning the spit. Do, do they look like they're actual <clears throat> actual guards? Like as in, there's another group out there, maybe in the tower, wandering around, and they're the ones that were left outside that may be more than we can determine from this um, distance or is it, it it's probably more than you can determine from that distance they they're the entrance to the tower is near where they're at they're kind of just out front uh you see a few other objects around there as though there are um they're, they're, this is a campsite of some sort um but yeah i mean they're, they're they have their armor on they have their swords at their sides uh but they don't appear to be they, they don't seem to be paying a whole lot of attention to what's going on around them. Of course, it is kind of an open field, so maybe they're trusting that. Be, be cautious, gentlemen. We don't, we do not know them. Um, <clears throat> player to other players, how's your uh, diplomacy and deception? I have a plus five diplomacy. Oh, it's like you're maybe our talker. I'm plus four. I only have plus two to all my. I can't actually say the word plus. I see. <laughs> that good? Be funny. So as I'm about to yell, hey, fuck faces, let's bone. Yeah. <laughs> Can I buy you a fifth sandwich? So uh, do you have any deception out of curiosity? Um, I thought originally I had a plus five, but I believe I accidentally made a character change that I was unintentional of, but it's fine. Uh, I have a plus one instead now. Okay. Oh. So, so not very 
not very good at deceiving, but I do have very good diplomacy and g- good intimidation. Good. So if if we need to sweet talk somebody or scare them, you're primary. If we need to lie to them, maybe not. Then me. I'm four. If we need to stab them, you. If they need to know about <laughs> academia, or, or or die horribly due to being consumed by acid. Yeah, it's really a it's really Either. one of the two. Sure, yeah. Just, you, guys, you, flip, flip flip you appear to have the bases covered. Alder is going to strap on his shield. Though. I mean, he's not going to walk out with like a sword, but he mm-hmm. he doesn't trust these strangers. Okay. But, so, you know, it's, it's not threatening to have your shield. Not a bad idea. So maybe weapons, you know, not drawn, but not peace bonded either or anything like that. Okay. So uh, how do you tend to approach? Anything, any stealth, any particular uh, considerations? Or are you I'm, just going to kind of wander might, that way? I'm going to stealth up. Okay. So you well, before you leave, so are you going to go up and do some recon and then come back? Or what are you, what are you intending to do? Uh, would you like me to? Well, I just didn't know. I mean, if we're all going to walk up and then you pop out of the shadows and go, you know, surprise. Or, or whether I just didn't know what you were wanting to do. Mostly not be the first one seen. Okay, so okay, so you're not planning to do recon. So do we want? Do we just want to walk up? Maybe? Uh, I'm going to shield myself and then do the thing where you know you got your hand on like the weapon's like handle, but not like grabbing it ready you're to pull it grasp out. Grasp the hilt of the weapon. Not grasping it, just like got it right there. Okay, just like ready. Palm. Yeah, just like have your palm, palm on the yeah. pommel. And then uh, going to walk straight towards them as soon as everyone else is ready. Okay. All right. Fair enough. <laughs> Mm. I have a uh, brush in front of my face like <laughs> that I'm holding. Holding up a frond. Yeah. <laughs> I'm assuming you guys are, you're aware that at some point in time they'll likely spot you so you're not yeah, trying we're, to we're not trying yeah. to, not to army crawl through the grass or anything. No, right. no. Um, no. You're just appearing to look ready but not necessarily uh, charging into Overtly combat. threatening. Correct. No. Okay. Just walking calmly. Like a, a what ho will assuredly yeah. come soon. Um, you guys make it actually pretty close before they spot you. Uh, they they, didn't, they weren't paying a lot of attention, uh, but they do notice you before you get all the way up on them. Uh, so one of you finally makes a little bit of a noise and one of them turns around. They set down their jug and they, they do the same thing where they put their hands down on their weapons and they, they look very surprised to see you, uh, but they recognize that you're human and say, whoa, 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 whoa that's, that's enough. The, uh, the uh, dwarf kind of steps forward towards you. And says, now, wait, 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 just stay right there, Bellas. All right. Who, who are you and why are you here? While he's talking, by the way, I'll raise my hand to show that I've got no, but I won't say anything. I'll let you take leads since you're... I'll do a similar thing where I, I put my one hand up like, nah. Mm-hmm. We're uh, under the employment of Carlisle. Craven. Craven Carlisle. We are also looking into Golsal Towers here. We, the what? The Golsal Towers. Kind of turns around and looks at the tower behind him and goes... Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, uh, mm. uh, you're, you're here to investigate the tower? Yes. Okay. We don't mean any harm. We are travelers and explorers. Uh, we were quite surprised to, f- to find you all here. Uh, it, it, can we come forward and, and talk? Uh, again, we don't want any trouble. He kind of motions at you, uh, you know, puts his hands up, like, and stay right there. And he, he turns around and speaks very loudly in an obvious attempt to make certain that people are hearing this. He's like, so you're, you're here to explore the tower too, huh? So you have people in the tower is what you're saying? Uh, he's like, no, we just need to, everybody just stay calm and stay where you are. We don't need this to end in violence. So, Well, surely you work for the general as well, don't you? No, 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 no. My, 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 my boss is inside. They'll be out in a second. We'll let, we'll let them take care of this. Mm, he didn't fall for it. Hmm. And and sure enough, after, uh, you know, not very long at all, you hear, uh, you see two more people emerge from the tower. Uh, one of them is um, a human dressed in kind of a, a robe and not wearing necessarily traveling clothes. He seems to be wearing more of a fine outfit. Looks like a little out of place here in the wilderness. We'll call him target number one. <laughs> <laughs> call him Hatham 2 Electric Boogaloo. The other one is a little bit smaller, a little more of a lithe build, uh, wearing leather armor and uh, also human. Uh, so they, they kind of emerge and they look at you. They kind of share a glance at each other. And then the robed figure uh, steps forward and uh, kind of motions for the dwarf and the half-orc to move to the side. And he uh, he says to you, uh, gentlemen, gentlemen, uh, please state your business here. You, you, you are also here to investigate this tower? Yes. We we've we have been hired to uh, 
to see what what's here, what what's what's in it. So who who is who's hired? Who, who's on whose behalf are you here? Craven Carlisle. Hmm. Name doesn't ring a bell. So how, how do you how do you expect we proceed? Because we. Well, who do you gentlemen work for? Put too fine a point on it, but we were here first, and I'm afraid my employer wishes to remain anonymous. Mm. It's part of our uh, part of our contract. We're not here to claim the tower. We're merely surveying this land and uh, learning what we can about it. So the fact that you all are here as well isn't a problem to us. Um, <clears throat> we're just looking to uh, to explore it uh, as well. Uh, perhaps we can reach sort of some sort of accommodation where we both do exploration, maybe even share information, and then return it to our employers. Yes, I think cooperation would be in both of our best interests. So how, how long have you gentlemen been here in the wilderness? About, uh, what did you say, a week and a half? Well, it's been um, probably Two about weeks. 10 days, I would guess, right? Yeah, yes. yeah about right. Mm-hmm. Hmm, so uh, Go ahead. Um, you, you relatively new out here. Uh, have, have you had much trouble? We've uh, had to defend ourselves a number of times from attacks by wild creatures. Uh, so far, we've come through relatively unscathed. Learned a few things. Okay, let me let me uh, let me propose this to you. What if we go ahead and and we team up? Uh, we explore the tower, and uh, any treasure we find, we split fifty fifty. 50 for our party, 50 for your party. Uh, the information we share completely with each other. And uh, when we're done with the tower, we go our separate ways. I'll glance at my companions to see if they think it's reasonable. That seems quite, quite reasonable. Alder does like the head nod. Yes, I, I understand. <clears throat> we're, again, we're not here for any sort of trouble. That sounds like a quite a reasonable um, uh, uh, parlay, yes. I, I, I mean, I must admit, gentlemen, that uh, we, did, we didn't expect to... to have this trouble we didn't anticipate anybody else being out here you know that's a wide open land and same here so uh, this is a bit of an awkward situation but uh i don't see any reason that this would not work it does not violate the terms of our contract at all as long as we uh fulfill uh what our employers asked of us so i i, I believe this would work and we have an accord uh, by the way i'm whaling uh mm-hmm. i'm sort of my party uh, my my partner points to the the smaller human in leather armor. Uh, that's Hiram. Uh, we've worked together a long time. Came here together, in fact. Hiram's the dwarf. No, Hiram is the other human that was inside the tower with Waylon. The Waylon's the one in the robes. Um, over here, you uh, these are more recent companions. We hired them uh, once we reached uh, here in Faradon, but they've they've proven quite hardy and capable. Uh, the the big half work there uh, can't really pronounce his name, so we all call him Dean. <laughs> the the half orc kind of smiles and nods, um, and I believe you're already speaking with Jacques over here. That's the uh, that's our dwarven lad. He's actually quite an excellent cook, by the way. Um, oh, yes, he 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 does wonderful things with the the critters that uh, they've managed to catch out here in the wild. We have some negative energy venison left over in case he uh, <laughs> wants to try his hand. Hmm, negative energy, you say? So you've uh, you've encountered some of the let's call it oddities. A number of them, yes. We're calling it the Becker effect. The Becker yeah. effect. Hmm. You have to explain that to me sometime. I would love to. Uh, I'd love to share notes. Um, if you, if you don't mind, maybe uh, this evening around the campfire. You know, actually, it's it's getting fairly late. I might suggest that uh, we can kind of show you what we found real quick. Uh, but maybe we, uh, you know, share information, swap stories. Uh, we camp for the evening, and we get a fresh start in the morning. If uh, that's disagreeable. That is, sounds sounds like, excellent. Good I idea. Also, yes. been taking detailed notes. I'd be, I'd be thrilled to talk about them with you. Oh, oh well, wonderful. You know, you and I should. Uh, we we should definitely talk. Yeah. Um, as a matter of fact, hey, uh, Hiram, would you would you like to show the rest of the lads the tower? Uh, I believe I found an educated gentleman that uh, I'd love to have a conversation oh, with. A here. distinguished academic as well with letters. Oh, oh, fantastic, fantastic. Um, with that, Waylon kind of motions you off to the side uh Hiram or Haytham Hiram yeah. there we go we have a new character Hiram is the uh it's your hireling yeah. Hiram no uh so Haytham he kind of motions you off the side and he he too has a backpack full of books he's also a nerd yes yes <laughs> so he's gonna ship it he's gonna pull those out uh one of them is an obvious journal on the morrow there should um, be a wedding and he starts 
to talk to you. And he says, I'd love to hear some more about what you've experienced with the negative energy effects. Um, and then for the rest of the group, you guys hear them go into a very nerdy conversation yeah. on what they've seen. And it kind of drones out after a few words. I've already joined Jacques and Dean over to the side for the fighter games. So to be clear, is are you establishing Thunderdome or is it already there? Well, let me get a, let me get some hits off this jug, and then we're gonna talk about it. <laughs> yeah, they um, uh, Hiram, the or not Hiram, sorry, Jacques and Dean go back to uh, cooking. Although Hiram the, the rules things seem to have de-escalated, but nobody's completely uh, off their guard. You know, they're still watching you guys. Closely. Well, like my goal is to be around the fire with them, and they're watching me, and so we're just sitting around the fire looking at each other. <laughs> uh, you know. Uh, uh, Jacques actually, he's 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 working on the food. He was, he seemed a little concerned that he lost some time having a deal with you guys. So he's back to us. So Dean, what is your actual Okish name? Mm. It's personal. Mm. So like uncharacteristically, Al will start speaking in orc, and he'll be like, like, no friend, I will go on. What's your name? Roughly translated, it's personal means the DM thought oh. he wouldn't ask. <laughs> I know, that's what I'm talking with him. That is, <laughs> that is not at all the case. <laughs> he, uh, he says back to you in Orcish that he's like, names have power. Hmm. Power you've not earned yet. Hmm. Was there something about being able to see the inside of the tower and yeah. learn what we've already learned? Yeah, mm-hmm. Hiram is like, oh, yeah, come on, come in. Let me, there's not a lot, but let me show you the, yeah, the yeah. inside. Mm-hmm. So if a couple of you would like to step Inside the there's a, a Sharon. Yeah, I'll back up Father Becker. Okay. So there is a the the there's no longer a door. There's a doorway where obviously once point in time there was large double doors, uh, but they're long gone. Uh, you're able to step inside the tower without any problem. But as soon as you do, you realize that what was once uh, you know a ground level uh, floor here is completely covered in debris. You can look up, and there used to be more floors going up. You can see pieces of structure that are still there and places where beams would have been, but it's long gone. Um, so you can literally look straight up to the sky from the inside. There's no, there's no roof. It was once, you know, all wooden structure and it's, it's long gone and it's all now down at the base. So you have just a, a, a thick pile of rubble and debris uh, to the point where you, you really can't progress any past the door without having to climb up on it. Um, so Hiram's like, well, the, here's, here's what we got. Uh, uh, we 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 you think there's a a way down over here? Yes. If this t- tower is built in a corresponding manner to other the other that we have encountered, there is there are indeed lower level floors, or at least a, another floor, and with perhaps multiple rooms. Approximately, is it generally the area that yeah, he said you, that? You, you think you're on the right track? Yeah, I think somewhere over there we'd probably have to clear the rubble. Um, are you in agreement? As I as what appears to be that there. None of the upper floors appears to have survived enough to make going up worthwhile. Yeah, I mean, there's nothing there you can see. There's no, it's all the uh, the floors are all down here. But yeah, we figured that depression led below. Uh, you can see we started to dig some of the debris out. We were gonna uh, we were gonna make a concerted effort tomorrow to see if we can dig that out and get access below. And and, and but I mean that's so that's it. Here's the tower. That's all we know so far. Hmm. Well, you know. Perhaps our coming along at this time was fortuitous. Uh, many hands will make light work when it comes to moving debris. Not my favorite thing to do, but if it helps us uh, yeah, examine down below. I don't think any, any of us are looking forward to it, but, uh, you know, uh, we're getting paid pretty well. We, we, so we're, you know, it's funny how that, uh, that coin motivates you. <laughs> so your employer is a generous fellow? Uh, yeah, no, my contract is uh, very generous. Mm-hmm. Yeah, good. Mm. Out of our, are you... Um, Headquartered out of the port city back there? Uh, you know, I mean, we all, yeah, we came in through Port Holbeck. I, I don't know that we have a, have a headquarters, so to speak. Um, oh, so your employer is not uh, headquartered there. At, uh, there, it's, it's from uh, from the mainland. Um, you know, uh, the, the, our, our our employer, it, yeah, they're around. I see. I don't, but I'm sure. <laughs> mm. Why the interest in this tower, if, if I may ask? I, yeah, I'm just going to be honest with you. I don't know. Hmm. The player didn't say; just said they want to know. Just come out to the tower and uh, sketch it out, and then leave. Uh, well, there's a few specific clauses in there, but uh, they made it very clear that we're uh, we're supposed to kind of keep it hush hush. Hmm. So, uh, I mean, we'll share information with what we find, but uh, 
as far as who our employer is, they wish to remain anonymous. Yeah. Yes, I wouldn't. Uh, understandable. Uh, not unusual, given uh, the nature of this. Are there particular things that you're looking for uh, here in the tower? Um, basic information, specific items or anything like that? Uh, you know, there's there's some information that should be here. That's why we were very clear that we got to share information, because there, there should be something we find here, but... Uh, you know, I think we can share it. That contract doesn't say we can't share the information. We just have to find it. Understood. Well, um, not much to see. Not much we can do here tonight. Uh, perhaps we can go back out and um, have some refreshment and um, warm ourselves up around the fire. It's starting to get a little chilly. A little damp yeah. in here. Yeah. No, but let's go. So you guys are able to go back out. Um, you know, after a little while, everybody seems to be a little bit more at ease and you guys can have some uh, some conversation the uh, they actually have a wild boar that's over the spit, uh, and it, it's it's close to done. So, I might mention: Is anyone here um, injured uh, that I might be able to assist them with some healing? Uh, I have uh, have not had to utilize much of my healing today. We're grateful for that. Uh, they do seem to be very interested in the fact that you're a healer because uh, none of them profess to have that skill. But at the same time, none of them are injured at the moment. Okay. Do you enjoy being target number one? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, don't feel that my God would want me to keep uh, silent the fact that uh, that I'm able to help those in need. So after a while, uh, Dean, um, <laughs> he, you know, they, with somebody's assistance, they move the spit off onto the side, and uh, he goes about carving off some nice big steaks from the the, the boar, um, and uh, proceeds to you know get dinner ready and. Share plenty of. There's a lot there. A lot of meat. A lot of food. Alder is going to help him, like very much, like <laughs> watch him very close. He and, and just I just want to be as helpful as possible. The, he doesn't actually say anything directly about it, but you can tell this annoys the crap out of him. He doesn't. That's one too or many cooks in the kitchen is for what he. No, likes. no, I'll do whatever he wants. But but I'm making it, sure that no little uh, extra spices are being added to the plates. He yeah, like I said, he doesn't actually say anything or go to stop you. But it, you don't need to roll anything to understand that he does not like having a helper at all. No, that's uh, fine. he is very grumpy about it. He'll, um, he'll live. So go ahead and give me a perception check. What's crazy? I'm gonna do all this to annoy him and accomplish nothing. <laughs> 17. Hey. 17. Okay. Um, he he does spice the meat. This is not just cooked and yeah. um, and you can actually tell uh, that there was, he had salted the meat somewhat before it was cooked and he has some spices in his in his pack. He does, you know, use it to spice up the meat, but you don't notice that it's, he's putting it on one and not the other or one is more than the other. He seems to be pretty, you know, I'm more than willing to hand the plates out. And like mix them up a lot, <laughs> uh, you know. Once again, he he doesn't stop you, but every Damn. time that you do something, he kind of does that. Ugh. You know, he has that just really annoyed feeling that you're around there. But he, for for some reason, annoying a half orc does not bother Alder at all. Okay. While they're doing that, I'll grab a sh- a Shirin. I don't think they know about the other two towers. We can I keep it that way, certain, but I. It Wait. seems as if they only are here to look at the one. Well, they do know about the tower as we made reference to it. Mm-hmm. At least at least one of them. Yeah, we mentioned that they are called the Gosel Towers, and that seemed to interest them. But also the fact is, is they are here for this specific one. They've made it very clear many times that they are here for this tower. So it may not be that they don't know about the other ones. It may be but this one has something very important to their employer. That's not... Maybe not let them know we've been to the the first one. Except we yeah. told them we did. Did we? Mm-hmm. Shit. Mm-hmm. We? What's this we stuff? We were all sharing. I thought you were in the tower with us, weren't we? Whenever I mentioned it, or did your had your character not gone? <laughs> was not? Oh no, you were outside. I was like, them. my character's not in this sidebar, but yeah, yeah, it's definitely been you giving all the goodies away. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, if at any point we had decided as a group that we should be cagey with our information, I seem to recall us having a conversation. We no. all nodded and said, we'll share information. I thought this no, was no, the I'm time. I'm good with all of this. As your judge, I appreciate everything. I hey, thought this was that time. All I'm saying Here's is... Here's what's in my bag. I have this many coins. Al has a magic sword. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so... Also, did you know if you stab a shearing right here, he dies instantly? (laughs) His armor looks tough, but there's actually a place right here in the middle near the heart where you can slip that dagger right inside. Haytham's weakness is living. (laughs) So uh, 
Alder passes out some plates. Uh, they they have a jug of uh, some decent ale, actually, that they're passing around and sharing. Is anybody doing anything in particular? I'm just going to drink and, from my water skin instead. Okay. Anything else? Everybody good here? Well, you said you were trying their jug earlier, right? I don't think I really got an opportunity, but if I was allowed to. Oh, I mean, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. They'll, they'll pass it out freely. So you had, you had, and you're not dead yet, right? No, no. Okay, good. I'm, I'll take a, I'll take a swig from the, uh, from all right. Firewater. Uh, uh, Hatham, do you, uh, do anything in particular or not do anything in particular or, uh, nothing anything? in particular, no. Okay. So you, you do or do not partake of the food and drink? I partake. Okay. Hatham has no um, real reason Fort to be saves, suspicious. Ashirian, uh, you, uh, you say you're not drinking, but are you eating? Uh, I will be eating, but I will just be drinking water instead. Okay. Um, yeah, I mean, they, there's a certain point where the, uh, especially Jacques and Dean, they really loosen up and they start talking about their their travels and adventures, uh, different things they've seen. Nothing particularly of note. And there's some obvious boasting, uh, but nothing that seems out of sorts. It's just typical uh, making the story sound better than it really was type um, information, you know, a lot of uh, killing the creature and getting the girl kind of stuff. Um, so everything seems to be very relaxed. Everything seems to be fairly normal. Um, they uh, they they ask you guys about setting up a watch. They suggest one of you and one of them per watch. Good idea. Um, mm-hmm. Sounds good. To make are, it easy. Are we going to skip the buggering games? Um, yes, we're going <laughs> to fast forward through that, probably edit some of that out. Buggering reference number we, one. We keep getting complaints about the screams oh, on the podcast. <laughs> Um, so moving on yeah we're gonna we're gonna move this along just a little bit and assume that everybody gets ready to you know get your camp you're gonna uh, bed down for the evening the watches are set and everything seems to be good to go good day listeners this is Saul Carvey broad sending for Kasserat Public Radio beaming around the globe from the Hellspire Tower in downtown Kasserat, bringing you the rest of history. Today I bring you the first in our Pantheon series, bringing you stories about the deities of our realm. We start with the oldest god of the realm, one of the few survivors of the God's War, god of balance and neutrality, of stability and fairness, yes, none other than Yafeder. Yafeda is the oldest and most influential god in the Pantheon. Its age and power are revered, and its advocacy of balance is credited with the stability of most nations. The trust and respect of the fairness and impartiality of the worshippers of Yafeda has led to most temples serving as banks and moneylenders for the communities in which they serve. The trust and respect of the fairness and impartiality of the worshippers of Yafeda has led to most temples serving as banks and moneylenders for the communities in which they serve and more than a few precious heirlooms and documents have been entrusted to the temple vaults. Most across the realm pay at least a minor tribute to Yafeda. Indeed, businesses in good standing with a nearby temple are allowed to display the holy symbol of Yafeda in order to prove their history of fair dealings. Yafeda is androgynous, with religious texts taking conflicting gender stances. Some present Yafeda as either sex, both sexes, and some as neither. Clergy often appear androgynous in nature, and gender-neutral names are very common. Yet indeed, Yafeda is considered both father and mother to several other gods. You see, during the gods' war, many of the old gods died. It was Yafeda that saved and subsumed the divine mantles of those that perished. But after the conflict, Yafeda wisely knew that too much power should not reside with any one deity. Out of concern for balance, triplets were born in unclear fashion. Followers believe that Yafeda simply pushed forth part of its divinity into new beings. Others believe the triplets were simply the essence of the dead gods reorganized and given new shape. And that is why Yafeda holds the highest seat in the Pantheonic Council. And now you know the rest of divine history. Good day. Hello, good people at Tita Dan. I'm Yumea Abner Jagforth. I'm a little confused about all this election talk. Under the original town charter, May is a position for life. And seeing as I'm not dead, well, this is all just silly. There's no need for dragons or dark hats or Ron Darling. I'm still your Hey, who are you supposed to be? Ah! Dark Helm here, just to clear this up. There's definitely a new need for a mayor now, and I accept your call for a debate, Ron Durling. You fool! You've fallen into my trap! (laughs) 
bed down for the evening. The watches are set and everything seems to be good to go. Um, and, you know, just for just because I, I feel like maybe it's in order. Everybody roll me a D20. Uh-oh. 18. 13. And, and just, 17. Just a straight on modified roll. And it just you know, just for argument's sake, you, you add I don't know. Let's say uh, your fort modifier to it for your fort Shit. save. Let, you know, let's just go ahead and call that a fort save, and and uh, <laughs> that'll be a twenty-two. Seventeen. Uh, seven, nineteen. Nineteen. What do you got over there, Father? That's a nine. That is a nine. Okay. So here's what happens. At some point in time, as you guys are kind of laying down, uh, people are drifting off to sleep. It hasn't been too long, but long enough that uh, you know the weary travelers are being overtaken by their uh, their day's work. Um, and uh, Father Becker, you you start to feel really woozy. Like some, something is, is wrong with you. you you're, you're certain of it. Okay. So, um, but you, you are awake. It, 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 it's keeping you awake at this point. You know, it's that, mm. like when you're sick and you can't quite right. sleep. I'm going to go over, if I can, I'm going to get up and I'm going to go over to um, Haytham and say, and, and are you awake or asleep at this point? It's up to you. How? Which like, watch? How far into the night? Uh, is no, it? this is like right at the beginning. This would have still been first watch. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Um, so, like I said, yeah, everybody just kind of settled down and quieted down, and within a short time after that, yeah, they might still be awake. Okay. Yeah. yeah. And I will whisper to you, Hatham. I I don't feel good. Do you have any sort of cure for poison or something? I. Actually, I could probably whip up an antidote real quick. I've got a bit of... That would be great. <laughs> <laughs> oh, good Lord. All right. Well, and um, as you guys are having your little conversation, um, uh, give me perception checks. Wait, just them? Just Yeah, just okay. uh, Father no. Becker and Hatham. We're 20 over here. 14. Uh, a 14. So, Father Becker, you're kind of trying to hold in your, your dinner there. And just as you do that, you look over and you notice that uh, Jacques has just thrown his uh, covers off of him, mm-hmm. and he has his uh, weapon at the ready as he stands up. May I say something? You you may indeed say something. Betrayal! They're attacking! They're attacking! And with that, with that we'll go ahead and roll initiative. Ah! Oh, a little better. There we go. Why wasn't that on a damn? Thank God that the <laughs> sickest member is the one that goes first. Yeah. <laughs> they didn't waste a lot of time. Yeah, I would have thought, yeah. you know, well, thank you for helping us uncover all these heavy rocks and deal with the monsters down below. Now that we know everything, you're dead. You know what? We haven't actually undone the heavy rocks. That's what I mean. They should have waited until yeah. they used our labor tomorrow and then our. These are very stupid villains. Let's see so. who we leave left alive to help. Mm-hmm. Uh, but number one target is, of course, the guy in the robe. Yeah, the guy in the robe. <laughs> 25, by the way, for perception. 25. Or right. initiative, I should say. Uh, older? Uh, your I got a eight. Uh, hey, then, what's your initiative? 17. What are the baddies' initiatives? Or how many are baddies? Uh, we're doing these in two groups. The first group is the fighter group, which is Jacques and Dean, and they will be going on 13. Uh, what about baddie group number two? Baddie group number two is going to be Hiram and Waylon, and they are going to go on 24. Jesus. Good God. Yeah, we're getting fucked up. That is. That is an interesting initiative sheet. So it's going to start out with Father Becker, who is probably profusely throwing up. Uh, so, Father Becker, on uh, the beginning of your turn, please give me another fort save. Uh, where's that 20 that I rolled? I know. Last not, time, last two it. great ones. Hey, guess what? How about a uh, 19? There we go. Okay, so good news, bad news situation. Uh, take two damage. Okay. And you are, you are enfeebled for one round, and then you... Will have successfully made your save and rid yourself of the poison. Okay. Hmm. So you only took one. You only ever got to stage one. Gotcha. Okay. No, after Father no. Becker is batty two. Well, I still get. Uh, do Do I get an action? Oh, yeah. You normally yeah. you get normal actions with uh, being enfeebled. Uh, you're physically weakened. So negative. Um, you take a conditional penalty um, equal to the enfeebled value, which is one, to damage rolls, attack rolls, and strength based checks. Okay. Everybody moves their blankets off and everybody's holding a weapon. <laughs> <laughs> They're still in full armor. Dun, and dun, yeah. dun. That is pretty much what happens. Yeah. Uh, like everybody that. throws their stuff to the side. Everybody here was so paranoid. Um, the people who are laid down, you guys are still on the ground. 
Um, it will take you an action to get up, uh, and uh, that is it. So combat begins, and Father Becker, it is your turn. Okay. Uh, I'm going to say, oh, great God of mysteries, bless my companions this night as we fight off this foul betrayal from these foul betrayers. <laughs> what does the betraying? It's like, <laughs> my prayers are like, they have betrayed <laughs> us. <laughs> How do we feel uh, about that? Everything seems to be working normal there. You so get a, everyone gets a plus one in their attack rolls. That leaves me with an action remaining. I will cast Hallelujah. the spell. Shield. Okay. Uh, who's next? Uh, after uh, Becker is Batty 2. Batty 2, that's Hiram and Waylon. So they are going to fuck up your shit. That might have been a little, a little bit much there. Um, so Hiram, who managed to be up. Yep. I'm drawing aggro, boys. He's going to run over to Father Becker and uh, stab you. Oh, he's going to try. Pull out a kukri. Yeah, little bastard. Yeah, is that and that is, a, that is a nat 20. Oh, there. my God. So, um, at least it's not me again. This That is 13 damage to Father Becker. Significant. As he uh, slides that kukri right between a couple of your ribs there. Mm-hmm. Looks like a well-practiced maneuver. Mm-hmm. Sure. And that is, uh, that's his three actions, and then Waylon is going to have to stand up as an action. Is his last name Jennings? <laughs> Just a good old boy. No, the last name is Utani. That was... I mean, that's yeah. that's <laughs> solid. That's <laughs> solid, that, Gavin. I'll that give was you actually, that one. That's pretty good. That was actually the reference. Yeah. Um, I don't know why that one popped into my head when I was coming up with names, but that's actually... Where's Bishop? Exactly. Oh. <laughs> no, the second you thought that, I was like, Aliens? Wait, strange robotic being that doesn't quite fit in and betrays the party looks over at Hatham. Hmm. Dun, dun, dun. Does not compute. <laughs> <laughs> you know, if, if you're thinking about going into murder mode, you know, there is a whole sack full of books that that guy has that could be yours. Draws, draws a dagger and a sickle like... <laughs> Eyes turn red. Yeah. Books. For science. <laughs> Me like books. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I clipped there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <you> did. <laughs> yep. <laughs> that hit peak volume instantaneously. I couldn't get away fast enough. That was funny. <laughs> we'll make that work somehow. <laughs> Okay, so uh, Wayland stands up and casts a magic missile at Father Becker. You know what? Shield can defend against magic missiles. It sure missiles? can. Missiles, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, not Does, the spell version. The spell version specifically no, yeah. says it cannot defend against I think that's not what? true. No, it, it specifically says, it says the opposite. It uh, says unlike, unlike a normal, normal shield, shield block, you can use a spell's yeah. reaction against the ma- magic missile spell. Yeah. I'm reading it right here. Nerd fight. Nerd fight. <laughs> oh, I see. I believe that it. You can see I believe right that when I saw it, it stated that you cannot. I, it was backwards. My apologies. No worries, man. Now bow to the superior version. So let's uh, let's figure out how this works because you got two missiles coming at you because he's doing a two action casting. So the first missile is oh, yeah, of course he rolls five damage. damage. First one. Do I assume that they just both hit and it's a because it's a, they automatically hit right? And so if I they do automatically hit, so I just have to decide whether I'm using the shield to absorb some of it. Yes. So the max damage one would probably be the one. But I mean, I guess I mean they both hit simultaneously, right? Um, I mean, it doesn't really specify in what I mean, order I, that we have I, to do this. I don't know if it matters. I mean, but you know, usually magic missile just kind of both hit. But that's fine. Uh, it doesn't matter to me. Um, so it would be hardness four. So yeah, I'll take that. I'm tired of getting shot and hurt. So sure, <laughs> I'll, I'll burn the sealed spell in order to be able to. Uh, so you take the one damage from that one. Mm-hmm. The second missile hits you for just two oh, damage. Yeah, yeah. there we go. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Thank that'll, God. That'll do. Right. And that is their turn. So who's next? Uh, after Batty 2 is Haytham. Get him, son. So, uh, does the uh, lingering effect on Becker seem like a poison of some kind? Uh, sure, I'll give it to you. It, it was or, definitely a poison. I'm starting to feel better. It could have been a lot worse, but you guys actually rolled well on your fortune. That last bit of vomit really helped me. Yeah. The way the the antidote works is I think it specifically gives him a bonus to the fort saves. Uh, he will no longer need to be making fort saves. He has reduced it down um, the poisons and afflictions they scale now so you make fort saves and for each one you fail it goes up a stage oh, okay. and they have increasingly worse effects every fort save you make it goes down one um, so once you get it down to zero you've you're, you've rid yourself of the effects. Yeah. Perhaps he can see that some of the colors are turning to my face. Yeah. So the antidote that, wouldn't really. No, because he has no more fort so. save. So the enfeebled will go away after. Hurt our enemies. Hurt our enemies. 
So, let's see. Remind me the penalty for using a ranged attack on a prone target. They get a plus one to AC. Uh, and they're considered flat-footed to melee attacks. Oh. That's not that bad, actually. No, I didn't look that you, up. That was totally off the top of my head. You, yeah, the penalty used to be a lot worse. So if it's just plus one, that's I was really gonna good. Say, plus one is, like, not bad. Not bad at all. Because in fifth ed... It's like disadvantage, which yes. is statistically like negative. Because I, I was on I was on the ground and I thought that might come. Yeah, I'm on the ground and last initiative, so I thought. Yeah, I thought you'd look that up. Looking up prone. Okay, <laughs> so that's not bad. Um, but then the uh, went all up in Father Becker's rib cage at this point. Mm, that's seems a kooky like in a, there. Yeah, seems like a bit of an issue. So. Kooky. I will cast. I will actually cast. Ray of Frost, which having just looked up, actually is a ranged touch attack, which is odd, so I believe that would be against his touch AC. Uh, it will be. Who are you targeting? Uh, the one all up on... Hiram? Right there. Yeah, see. Yep, that's uh, Hiram. And I will... Oh, I'm already within five feet of him, aren't I? Uh, you are, yes. You are adjacent. Take a move to move to another spot. See, I believe I can take a five-foot movement step. and not invoke... Attack of opportunity. That would that would have to be move, correct. And I can do that and move away from him. Uh, sure. Yeah, it's a five what is, feet. What does Hiram look like? Oh. Like what kind of gear is he wearing? For descriptive purposes, let's say he looked a little roguey. So he probably would not get an attack of opportunity, but you also need to kill him. And I also don't want to get like shanked by him and take like some. He's probably good at shanking. Yeah, he seems like. I mean. From my first-hand observations, he shanked Father Becker pretty good. So, uh, Ray of Frost, going to be a 14 to his touch AC. Miss. Oh. Yeah, he's, he's all Dex. This is a dodge again. Damn it. Dex machine. Uh, and that's all my Dex actions. So. Who's next? After Haytham is Batty 1. Batty number 1 is going to be Jacques and Dean. So they are going to uh, both stand up. With a real Jacques and Dean, please stand up. I don't know. Lie back down. <laughs> Put one of those weapons in each hand up. <laughs> so uh, Dean is going to move over to uh, our rather bookish Haytham. Jacques. Oh, come on, guys. He's going to move over here to Father Becker. As opposed to the easy targets laying on the floor with plus four to the melee attack. Yeah, well, you know, that, that, that castery cleric guy seems real dangerous. Don't want, yes. don't want you doing that pesky you healing thing. You're kidding me. Come on. So Jacques is going to raise his orc neck splitter and bring it down upon you. Uh, that was only a 14 to hit. He misses. Ah. All right. Stand uh, up, move, move attack. That was it. Yeah, that's all he got. Uh, Dean, however, gets an attack on Hatham. He's going to wield his dwarven battle axe. And uh, it's not a great roll either. That is a 15. Oh, that misses. That misses. Oh, right? yes. All right, those are my. Uh, they blew their load right there, so they they did nothing. Okay. Who's next? After a batty one is me, so Asherian is going to stand up. Okay. So now that he is standing, can he see what's happening over there? Oh yeah, you see everything. Okay, yeah, then they're right there. Uh, can I see the half orc? Yeah, just fine. Okay, so then uh, he's going to shout at the half orc. Throw your weapon at the watchtower. And it's going to have a little bit of reverb and sound a little louder than normal because he's using command. Ooh, a little demon oh, give, oh. give me that command again. Throw your weapon at the Gosel Tower. All right, so uh, that is on Jacques, the half-orc. Uh, mm-hmm. Do I get a saving throw? Yes, yeah, so you got to make a will save. All right, here we're going to do this nice and cleanly out in the open so everybody can see. And complain. Yeah, <laughs> loaded dice, loaded. That's a 19 on the die for a 21 total. Uh, yeah, no. <laughs> Difference between that dice and a baked potato? Nothing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> he uh, he t- he gives you a very dirty look because he felt that. Mm-hmm. He knew that was that was happening. You know, like you actually see him raise his sword like he's going to throw it. Then he turns and looks at you, and shakes his head no, and looks back at the cleric and smiles. So the the orc is attacking. Becker and the dwarf is attacking Hatham? Yeah. Yes. Okay. Half orc and the and the rogue are attacking. Yes. Me. Okay. Just noted. Is that uh, is that your turn? Ashira? Yeah, because uh, command is two actions. Okay, so uh who's next? Fuck. Let's take another round of attacks here. It's just a montage of us firing After off me is wildly older. and just oh, missing. So let me let me ask you this, squad. 
So their fighters have engaged our softies. Um, do we want to return the favor? <laughs> well, I mean, they're going to kill me. So if you want to engage someone else, <laughs> sure. Why, why bother to save the healer? Well, like revenge, <laughs> metagaming. <laughs> we have a we have a fire that's free, and their spellcaster appears to be in the wind all by himself. Well, that's great. Everybody. I mean, I could go punch him really hard if you want to go help. Okay, well, I, I didn't know what the plan was. Okay, yeah, if that's if that's what you want to do, I will go I, take out their softy. Well, that's, I kind of thought you were going to do that already. Yeah, yeah. So, I'll just sit here and have the rogue sneak attack me, and the fighter keep keep yeah. on keeping on. Because right. the rogue's going to move right. around to the other side to flank so that he can get the extra that, sneak attack. That's damage what I was trying to do with the. It command just doesn't sound like you got a lot of faith. Yeah, you know what? <laughs> For a religious man, no, my faith is faith. actively deserting me as I'm continuing <laughs> to stand there with no one else helping, except the fa- for Haytham. The faith is deserting your body at the same rate the poop is sliding down your <laughs> Also, leg. the blood that's pouring <laughs> out of me in a rapidly <laughs> kookery-related fashion. So Alder does like this sweet like kick up and like capes away the the his blankie. <laughs> his blankie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It is pink and it is fuzzy. There's only one way to ruin shitty dwarven cooking, and that's let an orc touch it. <laughs> Did you say that in orc? Yes. <laughs> I can't say it in dwarvish. So. Specifically calling that guy out. If you step into that one spot, you can get flank. Hey, look at that. You could flank you got two a number of, them of ways to, You cannot. The question is to metagame yeah, or to use a character tag, and maybe Alder just doesn't like orcs and half orcs that much. It's up to you. Why don't you go for the double flank? You're a smart guy. Go for there. You can still flank him from. That's the, still a double that, that's, that, that I thought that's what flank. you meant. He, you now have yeah. the both. Uh, oh, Jacques and I was, Dean. I was more thinking flank the rogue who's attacking me. But you know, hey, well, I, was I being don't think the guilty. Rogue. Yeah, Hiram. I'm yeah, going. This way, you. I mean, once again, if I'm going to, not I feel need to help the party because I'm going to kill you anyway. But <laughs> the uh, this does give two people flank as opposed to going down the road and just giving. Yeah. One. Well, it would have given me flank too. But you do have flank you with do have a half work. I do have flank with a half work, yeah. but I'm not going to Actually, technically, him. if I go here, that is still true. Oh, yep, you yep. do. That's just yeah. uh, that's All right. the one I was thinking. So, of. audience, this is real fun. Alder has uh, moved into position where both Father and Haytham can get flank on bad guys. Very close yes. combat. Uh, he is, um, however, going to... They've made a kind of U-shape. and uh... He's going after the orc. Sure. And uh, there's reasons. So that's a st- that's a step up. That's a move, and here's the attack. That's a nope. seventeen for yep. a uh, bless. Yeah, with bless. So eighteen plus seven, twenty-five. Get it. Friendly reminder: if oh, you, twenty-seven because of flank. If you were to oh, miss by one, baby, say the word. So I'm I'm sorry. Your total was twenty-seven. Uh, right? Is that what I said? So hold on. Seventeen, eighteen, twenty, twenty-seven. Yeah. Critical success. Yeah. Oh yes. Hurt him. Oh. Hurt him bad. So I, I double my die roll, right? Oh my god. Do you need a couple extra d8s? I'll just roll these twice. Oh, that's a good start, right oh, there. Oh yes. Uh. <laughs> Fourteen plus ten, twenty-four. Twenty-seven points of damage. Oh my god. Twenty-seven points of damage. You say that's yep. more than my max health. You- Pretty much cleave him in two. Yeah. Oh, I don't yes. know exactly oh, what man. part you hit there, but that is definitely enough to take him down, and he's not getting up. Just right through his like heart. Mm-mm-mm. And Alder's like, you use too much basil, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't the dwarf actually do the cooking? But I'm not going to let that. Not to ruin know, your line like, there. Yeah. But. Uh, no, you do like <laughs> the cinematic thing. No, you said the orc put spices on. <laughs> It's, it's That's true. Moving on. It's yeah. time. <laughs> it's time to meet your maker. Time T H Y M. Yeah. It's time to make your maker. Hey, you kill a guy, you can make a bad pun, all right? <laughs> is that is that a rule now? Yeah. Okay, so I'll remember that when I kill you guys. Hope you're not pun. feeling a little salty about that outcome. No, 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 no. let's move on. <laughs> uh, who's next? Uh, next is back to Becker. No, oh, well. Hello. I'm going to continue to concentrate on the bless for my companions, and then I'm going to, when I think about it, touch myself, adding in the verbal component and heal the crap out of me. Hi. Does that I have a problem with that? No. Good, because no, that's exactly what I was thinking Back to Becker is like the name of your sitcom. Yeah. <laughs> the, uh, how am I feeling about this particular role? Oh, great God of mysteries. I've noticed I can see my spleen. I'm relatively certain that is supposed to be on the outside. That's a goddamn fucking 
five robots. <laughs> uh, everything seems to happen uh, normally. Great. I heal slightly. Not enough to offset the kukri damage. I'm sure I'm going to take here relatively quickly. I don't know why you would say that. What are you going to do? <laughs> uh, is that your three actions? That's it. Who's next? Next is Batty 2. Batty number two. So we are back. Uh, we, uh, we looped all the way back around. Okay. Um, so we have Hiram and we have Wayland. So Hiram is indeed going to make some gackage attack here uh, against Father Becker. Uh, we don't do anything fancy here. Uh, we're just going to gack him. Golly. Oh my god. What? <laughs> at least he doesn't have two in a row. Yeah, but a crit, a crit will do. <sighs> yeah, that's um, what he did last time. Jesus Christ. That's what he's done so this that, time. That, that is another only... nat 20 there that I seem to have rolled on he Father Becker. Oh my gosh. Crit you. Um, Go ahead, hot dice. Why don't you roll some more? I dare you. Roll some more. Go ahead. I mean, see if you can max out these dice. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> see if Come you on. Can kill me in one hit. Let's do it. Do it. Let's do this. Uh, that is only 10 damage. I, I can give him I the finger because I'm still up. I yeah, did not yeah, roll yeah, as well yeah. as I did last time. Now, if I hadn't healed, guess what? Listen yeah. to him bitching that he didn't roll as much damage on a crit. He's <laughs> like, mm-hmm. oh, no, I didn't get my max damage on a critical hit. Yeah. How many times have you seen us hey, crit I here? I even got my pun and everything for Eddie for when I kill him. So. I'm, I'm mm-hmm. keeping my mouth shut because I just crit like 30 seconds ago. I know. <laughs> so he, he, he's he got nothing to do. He's got he's got nowhere to go but uh, to try to win this one out. So he's, he's hitting you again. Mother Maybe. of God. We'll see what his bonus is. That's a 22. Yeah, that'll do it. For eight damage. You want to knock my figure over if you don't mind, please? I'm at zero and dying. So he is going to spin around and take a third attack on Alder. And that is going to miss a lot. So. Alder oh, just, just like shakes his head at him. Uh, however, Waylon still gets an action back here. So he is going to cast another magic missile at... Alder, try to help his buddy out there's, of here. There's no reason in game why you would. Do, I'm sorry. Uh, well, I mean it's a direct lines right there. So this is going to be a three action casting a magic missile. So you get three missiles. That is five damage, four damage, and four damage. Oh man, uh, you you need to add that. One. <laughs> Thirteen. <laughs> Thank you. That hurt. And that is, uh, that's my action. So who's next? Uh, after Batty 2 is Haytham. Okay. So I think I am going to draw a uh, elixir of life, run over to Father Becker, and I am going to administer said healing to give him two whopping points of healing. And I have not had a favorable dice roll. So um, even when I roll them. I know. If it affects like, me, I'm like. <laughs> He decides to go ahead and take his attack of opportunity as you move away. That's fair. Or would it be when he drew something? Nah, he doesn't. I'm moving away. first. He felt like that was the better opportunity. Yeah. Ooh, oh, deal that with that. Is, yeah, that's only a 10. That was a <laughs> yeah. Get out of here with that. He's, he's shaken by his partner having been slain right next to him. He's got the poor half-orc's blood on him. And Good. Oh, he doesn't like that? No. I, I kind of t- do. I taste the blood. Mm-hmm. Uh, so is that all you got, Hatham? Uh, I believe that would be move, interact, and use. So, yeah. Who's next? Yes. After Hatham was batty one. Batty one. Well, it looks like Dean is the only one I got left over there. I will state for the record, I drew two things, though. So I drew an acid flask as well. No, no, I think I'll have another. Um, He's going to move over to Haytham. And it's with one interact action. I can do that. Yep. Okay. So Haytham, Oh, it's his turn. Okay. Yeah, yeah, I see turn. what you mean. I thought you meant it was like a no, uh, reaction. Next. He happens okay. to be next. No, his, yeah, he took his reaction. Your turn ended. And now it's his turn. Okay. Yeah, for the record, I, I drew two healing traps and I've administered one. So to Nat one. Ah. Ooh, second <laughs> He uh he is apparently very shaken by this his is, friend's death. This is now you know what we feel like. So he does have one more action. He's gonna go ahead and take an attack. Ooh, that's a that's a fair amount better there. That is nineteen to hit. Hmm, that'll hit. Eight damage. Mm. And who's next? Uh after batty one is me. I'm going to move up to the softy back there. Forgot his name already. Waylon. Waylon Yutani. Yeah. I mean, wait, what? Uh, and then I'm going to punch him in the face very hard with my powerful fist bonus feat that I got from Monk Dedication. The doom. Knock him out of the box, Ash. Uh, that is a 19 to hit. Oh, that's a hit. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. For three damage. Mm. Not so great, but you know. Then I will make a second attack. Also trying to punch him. That is only 11. Miss. Oh. All right. 
And who's after you? Uh, after me is Alder. Hold him off, Hatham. I'll be right there. Just grabbing Becker by the collar. Live, damn you, live. <laughs> live. We like, can live. Wait, what? And I'm going to try to stab this rogue in the face. Ah, fuck. It's only a 14. Good boy. Oh, that's a miss. What if I thought... Oh, wait. What are the odds a rogue has a 15 AC? Oh, I'm sure he can manage that with a good dex and, and a little bit of armor. You think I'm like... Is that worth your little thing? Well, I mean, I don't... I, I You know, th- it doesn't specify how it works. I, I mean, it just says that if if somebody misses, I can activate it as a reaction at that point. So, I mean, I don't know how we want to handle this. Um, you know, let's just go ahead and establish that. I, I kind of looked at that here a while ago. And the way it's worded it leads me to believe that you would know whether or not it's going to work. So, I will just tell you, you did not miss by one. Okay. All right. Well, I, then... I approve of that. Uh, that is good rule. Really There's some sort of a that. pre-natural way. Yeah. Pre- like, uh, yeah. You just kind of go, oh, wait a So, I'm furious and focused. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> and you rolled worse. <laughs> so, uh, that's a mess. So, third attack. This will only be a plus three. Oh. 19. Yeah. Yes. Right. Oh, that's a hit. There we go. Guys, his AC is at least 9. Two furious. Sweet. Two folks. Noted. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's pretty good. Uh, 